What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast of the Galaxy. I am here with Jared. How's it going, Jared? Going very good, Ron. How are you? Uh, not bad. Getting to the end of the week here, so love to love to see that. Uh, we got a. We also got a fun weekend coming up with homecoming and stuff like that. So we got uh, that stuff to look forward to. And then there's a nice pep rally tomorrow, so that should be quite fun. But uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to obviously uh, doing this podcast where we talk about two uh, blockbuster trailers, or it's actually one sort of blockbuster, one is definitely blockbuster uh, trailers that uh, released in the past week. And then uh, we're also covering a big news story that we were going to cover last time, but we did have some time constraints. So we are going to cover this casting uh, news-related story uh, in the beginning here because it is pretty – I would call it very significant for a variety of reasons, but we're going to get into that. And then uh, we are going to give a preview of Black Panther Wakanda Forever as that is the next movie on the agenda for the MCU, and that is coming up next week. And we certainly have stuff we would like to say about that. So, yeah, it's going to be a very uh, stacked episode today, but uh, we're looking forward to it. So with that being said, we are going to jump right in to the uh, casting news. So just to give some background here, because I'm sure that there's going to be, um, once I say this, people wondering, well, when, like, we didn't know about this. So first of all, unfortunately, and and this was, this was like pretty sad because it kind of, I mean, obviously he was on the older side though. So, um, but it was, you know, it also at the same time, it was a bit unexpected. Um, William Hurt, the guy who originally played Thunderbolt Ross, uh, did pass away. So that, that was obviously very sad news. Um, and after that news was announced, you know, there was this kind of talk about whether or not, uh, they would just let Thunderbolt Ross, um, uh, similar to a situation with uh, Black Panther, or what they're actually, what I would assume they're doing with Black Panther, um, have like this off-screen sort of death and have that carry over to, you know, a storyline. There was also talk about recasting, and um, they did decide to recast which is interesting. And we're going to talk a little bit about why this is interesting too, because it certainly means that there is a, certainly a significant, uh, you, there's a significant need to continue to have Thunderbolt Ross in here. Could it have something to do with the new Thunderbolts movie coming out? I would, I would greatly assume so. But, um, in terms of the recast though, this is the big news because, this is argue. I would argue one of the biggest castings, or one of the like you know one of the more significant castings that the MCU has made. Um, it's Harrison Ford. Obviously, most people know him as Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Harrison Ford is going to be recasted as Thunderbolt Ross, and his first appearance, at least announced, is Captain America: New World Order. So, with that news, Jared, how did you react? Well, first of all, I mean, I feel like everyone loves Harrison Ford. He's just such a lovable guy. He's in, you know, yeah, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, you already covered a bunch of that stuff. I mean, 
he's such a great actor. He's just such a lovable guy. And I think that he can do super well in this position. No matter what role he's playing, I think he can just do an amazing role. Even if he's not a main character, I think he's still going to do an absolutely fantastic job. So going back into that and kind of going through everything, it's going to be awesome to see him in the MCU. It might be a little strange at first because, you know, you know, obviously we haven't seen him before in the MCU. However, it's, it's going to be so awesome. I think he's going to fit the role really well. And obviously, having such an A-list actor who is very good at acting will just be awesome in general. And I will, I'm really, really excited. that the Mostly, I'm just excited to see how he will work and gel with the other cast members. Because obviously that's super important. Chemistry is super important. And I'm hoping that he can get along as well as he did with the members of Star Wars. Yeah, no, absolutely. So first of all, and, and this is one of the biggest reasons why I feel felt the need to cover this because um, I love Harrison Ford. Um, he's actually one of my favorite actors, to be honest. I have said I'm on multiple occasions, not necessarily to like you, you, Jared, and other friends, but to my family members who I've, you know, watched other movies with him in it. Um, he's a he's he's a phenomenal actor. He's been in a lot of big stuff. And honestly, I can't name a lot of actors off the top of my head that have been in so many big franchises now than Harrison Ford. I mean, he's been in Star Wars. He has he headlines his own Indiana Jones thing, and he has another Indiana Jones movie coming out. Blade Runner. He's a big part in Blade Runner. Um, he's a very very big franchise actor, and to to see him in the MCU now. So that just is another big, you know, win that he's racking up in terms of franchises. And it shows you how reliable he is, how, you know, dedicated he is to like, to uh, how, like his dedication. And it shows you that, you know, he's, he's not, he hasn't really lost a step, especially since, you know, I'm, because I'm sure, first of all, took tons of money to probably get him on board. So, I mean, it, it shows you how, passionate um uh franchise owners are about having him in their films so and i i you know han solo is one of my favorite star wars characters he, matter of fact i should not probably not one of he is my favorite uh star wars character so you know i just love and you know he's i've watched him in many things now so I, I just really i i'm really looking forward to seeing him um be in uh in in the mcu especially in a movie like cap four which i'm already getting uh excited about as each announcement comes out with leader now this um that's shaping up to be a really special film the way the the way these castings keep getting announced but uh yeah what so um i i do feel like i you know the only thing i have to say is that i wish it wasn't like in a position of a recast and I wish like Harrison Ford had his own character, but at the same time, I think that he's going to bring, you know, uh, Ross is not meant to be a really, a really likable guy. He's meant to be a strict authority figure. I think that Harrison is going to do a great job with that. So I'm still really looking forward to seeing him, uh, make his debut in the MCU in this film. And, uh, yeah, Jared, is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, regarding Harrison Ford in the MCU. No, I'm just really, really excited to have him in. And I think that he's going to do an amazing job just based off, yeah, what you said, what I said, and based off 
his performance and pretty thing, pretty much everything he's done. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I think that the MCU is gra- grabbing yet another big actor and just boosting, um, you, you know, boosting the, uh, I don't know, the likability factor of these movies or like like these hype, yeah, hype, I guess, building the hype of these movies with each of these castings with popular actors, especially with their support. So, uh, yeah, obviously looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, like I said, I thought, I think I thought that that was big news to cover, especially considering like the significance of the actor himself and the role he is playing. So we're looking forward to that. So now let's get into some uh, trailer talk. So there were two trailers that released last week. Um, first was the obviously the anticipated for the antici- highly anticipated Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and then the second one, which we're actually going to be reviewing first, was for the kind of under the radar, similar to Werewolf by Night, but um, then again also uh, garner more attention, gather more attention with uh, with this uh, trailer was the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So we're going to cover that one first. Jared, you actually just watched this. So what were your thoughts about this trailer after watching it? Well, overall, I think it just looks very charming. I think it's just, it's going to be a super funny movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Kevin Bacon. You got everything. You know, all, all the... I'm really hoping that it is not how the Guardians were in The Love and Thunder. That would be unfortunate. Well, um, this right is a this is a James Gunn thing. Yeah, of so. course. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to go over that. How you know James Gunn is directing it now, so it shouldn't be anything like that. And I'm really hoping that they, you know, pull an absolutely hilarious, hilarious piece of film again because both of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies have been so so funny. And I'm hoping that they can do it again. And from the trailer, it looks like they can. You know, I think it's going to be a very wholesome, a very funny movie. But one of the biggest aspects of it, in which I got from the trailer, is that I, I've been wondering this for a while. How they are going to address and get over Gamora's death. You know, because it was, it was big. It was big. Um, and th- I think this is a good way to do it. You know, this little short, or this little special will be dedicated, I think, at least in the beginning, to Gamora and getting Quill over Gamora. And I think that's a really, really good idea. You have... Quill kind of distraught, and it will, you know, serve as a transitioning point to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Instead of having this whole thing of going straight into Guardians of the Galaxy 3, having to address Gamora, and having to address the entire rest of the movie with the main force. So I'm super excited for it, and I think it's going to be a great movie, and it's going to be important, too, in the fact that we have to get over Gamora and what's happening with that. But, you know, other than that, it's it's definitely going to be interesting with Quill losing, or at least their current Gamora, or not their current. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a little confusing when you get into the weird stuff, but it'll it'll be very very good, and I'm excited to see how it is. Yeah. So actually, before I lose the thought, Jared, I actually was going to comment on one of the big things you said, and I find it very important to address it. So. Good job addressing this. Um, it absolutely, um, what one of the biggest reasons why I'm looking forward to this is because of the tie-in factor 
to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I absolutely love the fact that they are, like you said, they are going to use the special to tie up some loose ends heading into Guardians of the Galaxy 3 so that you can focus on, um, so that you don't have to make one big um, convoluted movie addressing like many different issues uh, within two hours. So because you're already getting a head start on that with this holiday special now with uh, the Quill getting over Gamora and him trying to find strategies to do that. Um, so I, I, lo- I love that. And I love that you touch on that. And then there could be other things, too, that could, you know, the, these small tie ins that build up to volume three. And I just love that we, this could potentially be uh, where where this the, this could be a big factor for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 through, uh, through the events of this holiday special. So I like that. And then just about it alone, even if there were a Volume 3, you know, I got to tell you, I love Chris's, I love Chris's stuff. It's like, it, it's never going to, the Chris's stuff is never going to get old. It was one of the big reasons why I loved Hawkeye. Major contributor to why I loved Hawkeye. This is going to be no different. And the Guardians are one of my favorite things to come out of the MCU. So when you put Christmas and Guardians together, you get hopefully a massive success. And I feel like it is going to win over a lot of people. Um, just the way that, you know, you're going to get a lot of humor with Drex and Mantis, obviously. You have Kevin Bacon in it, which is a- actually hilarious, especially since it seems like Kevin is playing himself. So, and that mission to make Quill happy by getting him uh, united with Kevin, I think that's fantastic. I um, and I love the premise of that. Um, it just seems, you know, like you said, it's it's it seems very wholehearted. Um, it's just the Guardians having a good time, having a enjoying a nice Christmas on Earth, which they they haven't really been to Earth. Quill doesn't want to go to Earth, so that's interest. That's going to be an interesting part of this here. Um, and yeah, one more thing I would like to add: it's good that you know we do get some more wholesome Guardians moments like these. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I do not think we are going to get these same wholesome moments in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, that's why, you know, I'm truly ahead of the possibility of characters dying. Like, I'm going to specifically use Rocket in this example. That's why I'm going to, like, you know, take, like appreciate this uh, more Rocket, you know, enjoying himself on Christmas. Because I, I don't feel like that same thing is going to happen in Volume 3. So I do feel like we're going to get some darker plots in, in the third one as well. So I, I, I'm going to appreciate this one more, this holiday special more because of that. So, yeah, I just the, between the tone, the comedy, just everything like that. I, I think this is going to be a huge success. So, uh, yeah, Jared, anything else to add? I agree with you that I'm glad they're getting the like kind of warm hardness out now because yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to have some super dark components. And I think if you've done any research or pretty much anything like that, you're definitely going to see that. Yeah. So, obviously, we're really looking forward to this. This is So, yeah, this is a Disney Plus uh, special, uh, similar to Werewolf by Night, which actually, I forgot to touch on this, but let me just touch on this real quick. If they have a success with Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and I'll tell you right now, I see, I do not see this being a bad uh, present presentation at all. It's literally James Gunn. We've ta- we've talked about this. James Gunn is literally 
the new head of D- one of the head of DC's D- of the DC studios now. Um, and that's not a joke, by the way. He's literally the new Kevin Feige of DC. Um, I, I, I trust the guy to make any good products with superhero stuff. So I, 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 I totally see how a special being a success. And if that's the case, um, you got to start wondering, especially since Jared, you put, you put your golden buzzer on the werewolf by night special. Um, you got to start wondering if this is a new pathway that the MCU should use, because these are some brilliant ways to build stories, either old, either with old, older characters or newer characters or like brand new characters. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see how this like, you know, either changes the perspective or, um, you know, puts, uh, you know, puts an emphasis more on the success of the holiday specials. So, or, or just the specials alone, whether or not it has a holiday involved. Uh, Jared, anything else you want to add on to this before we move on? Nope. All right. So now, I mean, that's a takeaway from the holiday special, but I mean, I think it's very clear that the bigger one that people are talking about are, um, is, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania for uh uh for the that trailer. So I certainly I mean I Jared, I'm gonna let you uh say the stuff first, but let's just say I feel like I made a mistake putting this at number six on my hype rankings when we did the hype rankings back a while ago. Or I it might have even been seven, I don't remember, but I I feel like it was too uh, low on the list, especially after watching this trailer. Jared, what did you think about it? Well, when we did the rankings, I had this as two or three on mine, and I am so glad that it didn't. And honestly, it probably should have been higher, because this trailer was so crazy good. This is the best that I've seen in so long. Like, you had every component of a good trailer. It, it was just incredible. One of the things that I would draw out the most is the visuals. Like, oh my gosh, the quantum the quantum world looks crazy. I just can't imagine how much they actually like had to spend and how much time they had to spend making that because it looks so cool. And just having an entire movie like that would be so so amazing. Uh, I, I love how the quantum realm works and how they have to explain all that stuff. And I think that bringing everyone into it all the ant-mans and everything into it and obviously you get you know kang introduced you're gonna have all the cities you're gonna have everything down there it's gonna be so cool every aspect of it has me hyped for it i'm super 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 hyped and obviously the visuals are only one part of it i just think it's gonna be an amazing 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 movie and i really can't this is one of the movies where I don't really know how it's going to go. Like, the trailer didn't reveal a massive amount of... It revealed some of the plot, but it didn't reveal, like, how it's going to go down. Like, how are they going to deal with Kang? Things like that. Like, Kang is supposed to be a, like, Thanos or greater villain. How mm-hmm. is Ant-Man going to deal with Kang? It's It's... Some of these things are just crazy to think about, and I'm super, super excited to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said before, um, this is going to, this is going to be higher, um, and this is why, tra- you know, I keep on going back to this when people like say, 
that if anybody out there says that trailers uh, are not important, yeah, they absolutely are. Um, this has raised my hype. This simply has raised my hype for it um, because this is not going to be a, and the, here's the thing. I've been, I have been vocal about this and this is one of the reasons why, and I'm going to stand by this. I mean, I'm not going to just uh, backtrack here. Um, this is one of the reasons why it was originally lower. Um, I haven't enjoyed the first two Ant-Man movies as much as other people have. Um, the first one, I, I, I okay, so th- like the first one I liked better. Second one kind of wasn't the best, but I also think that's because like, you know, I was I, w- I was highly anticipating Endgame because this was by the time Infinity War came out and stuff like that. So, but, you know, they weren't, they're not my favorite. However, uh, with Quantumania, it looks totally on a different level. I mean, it looks like you said the visuals look absolutely phenomenal um the that whole like you you could tell that from the minute they enter the quantum realm again to the minute they the movie's over or like how long they're in the quantum realm but um i say till the movie's over because i certainly have theories on what on what's going to happen there um the, the like the 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 quantum graphics look incredible like with all the color the, the colors the the uh the like when you see uh there some some spaceships going into like these different like dim- like this kind of like dimension thing within the quantum realm it's like it's it's phenomenal um and I truly am going to uh, because we did we did not really see a full journey through the quantum realm through uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and Infinity War when st- that stuff was being addressed. We didn't see a full journey into that. This is where we get that journey of what the quantum realm is truly like. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna get some backstory on why Janet, what Janet was doing when she was stuck in the quantum realm, because she did certainly seemed to have some secrets, especially with her like you know hesitance to go back into the quantum realm and her like you know refusal to let uh, 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 Catherine, I believe that's the daughter of Ant Man's name, uh, go to the quantum realm. So, but yeah, and regarding Kang, I mean. You know, I, I've said this ever since the Loki finale. You know, he Jonathan Majors seems like such the charismatic actor. He seems like a fantastic. He seems fantastic at what he does, and especially since he's finding more and more roles, especially in villains. So, like in Creed three, with uh, Jared, I don't know if you follow that franchise. He's the villain in Creed three. Uh, he has another movie coming out uh, called Devotion, which uh, I'm interested in. He's just he's finding more and more roles, and I think that it's a key and it, it's proof of his success. I feel like he's going to do a fantastic job as Kang. He looks amazing as Kang, it's, and it, with that intimidating line at the end there, uh, it, even when he just calls him Ant Man, it just he seems like such an intimidating villain. I think he's going to be the easy show stealer in this movie. Um, and yeah, I am. I'm just really looking forward to it. I, I think that it's going to be a good lead in to Avengers King Dynasty as well. I feel like that's another reason to take this movie really seriously because it's going to be kind of like a setup for. King's dynasty 
like literally. So yeah, I loved everything about it. Jared, are there any other thoughts you would like to add regarding this uh, trailer? No, I would like to comment on what you said about how important trailers are because I completely agree. I think that people underestimate how important trailers are like so much because trailers, they shape like the entirety of, well, especially for people like us who don't just go to movies on a whim. They actually like do research on them and really, really look into them. They shape a ton of what you think. I mean, it gives you a peek into the movie. And so having a good trailer like this it is just so crazy good. Like if I'll give an example. If No Way Home had a garbage trailer, I know that less people would have gone and seen it. It's just like, you got to watch the trailer if you haven't watched the trailer. It's just such a good trailer. And I know it will get hype. It will get people hyped for uh, Quantumania. Yeah. Also, not to mention, I, I forgot to add this. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is a fantastic song. Uh absolutely love this song and i love the fact that it was used here it was it, it was amazing uh and it was a great use of the song especially in this trip in this trailer that seemed you know more emotional because this is going to be an emotional journey for ant-man and the rest of the family i can tell you that right now there i first of all I, I fear for the lives of both uh, Michael. Uh, why am I forgetting Michael Douglas's Hank? I fear for Hank Pym and I uh, fear for Janet as well. Um, Wasp, she, I don't know. She might be safe, but hell, I wouldn't even just go out in a limb and say Ant-Man's safe to be. His daughter's mo- per- def- definitely safe, I would say. But like, you know, there are could be deaths in this due to the you know severity of the that the villain can cause. I mean, he has an old, whole army. We've seen this in the trailer and I feel like it could be a vi- And actually I'm pretty sure that now I recall Scott Lang has a busted up face in one of the shots of the trailers. So, you know, I do think this is going to be a, you know, kind of a brutal uh, movie for the Ant family. And that's why, you know, I don't think it's going to be uh, as funny as the other ones. It's not, a funny matter that you can put a bunch of you can't put a bunch of comedy into this because you're talking about the next Thanos like it's it's clearly a situation where Jonathan Majors is going to be playing the next Thanos and King the Conqueror so yeah I just feel like this is going to be quite the uh, roller coaster of a, of a movie uh, so yeah Jared anything else to add on that before we move on I I would like to agree that I am worried for him and his wife. I think that that is definitely a a hundred percent real thing. And I honestly think that more people than that could die in this movie. It could be another situation where they lose again, like a infinity war situation because to really introduce Kang or something bad happens that really gets the villain going because we need something like that. We can't just have the heroes winning over and over again. Because Infinity War, that shook up Marvel. Like, that shook up Marvel. And I think that and it just shook up the action genre in its entirety. Like, it's been a long, 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 long time since we've had a, an action superhero movie where the good guys lost. And I think we need that again. And I hope that that happens soon. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I don't, I will tell, give you my straight up prediction about this movie right now. 
I do not believe that Ant-Man is going to win. Whether that means... Yeah, I don't believe it means like everybody dies like Infinity War. I don't believe that at all. But there are certainly ways where, you know, Kang gets what he wants with, you know, Kang can easily get what he what he desires in this film, um, which I think is likely. Or, you know, you know, there's there's actually a theory that, you know, Ant-Man out there that Ant-Man's going to be stuck in the quantum realm. That's a possibility. I don't I don't feel like this is going to go well. I feel like if Ant-Man survives, however, which I, you know, I, I would say that I, I would be shocked if Ant-Man died in the film. So I think that's a bit of a stretch. But if Ant-Man makes it out alive, then I could see him being the key catalyst to the Avengers getting back together. So, yeah, I mean, but w- with the events that happened with Kang. So, uh, yeah, but I definitely think that this is, like I said, I, I don't believe it's going to go well for uh, Ant-Man. Mind you, I didn't even talk about this, but this is pretty much, I mean, this is confirmed. The director confirmed it. We haven't even talked about MODOK yet, but MODOK is certainly still coming in this film. Um, and that was an interesting choice, uh, not showing him in the trailer. But actually, we did get Bill Murray. So that actually, that's kind of cool how we're going to see Bill Murray in the MCU. That's just a side note. But And if, for those of you who don't know him, he's the famous uh, person from Ghostbusters. Uh so, yeah, I mean, and other things, obviously, but Ghostbusters is the one that I remember off the top of my head right now. But, yeah, anyways, there's still so much we we don't know that could prove to be, like, a lead-in to King Dynasty and could – and, yeah, I, I, I'm just really looking forward to this. And, it's and you know, February, first of all, you know, I don't, I don't mean to be this, like, you know, guy who just, you know, uh, embraces time flying by because I don't – I don't like when time flies by that often, but you know, it's coming up in February, which, you know, is, is, it's not right around the corner, but it's coming up. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, it'll be here before we know it. So Jared, any other final thoughts about, uh, quantum mania before we move on? Nope. All right. So with that said, we're looking forward to that, obviously in February and, uh, guardians of the galaxy. I forgot to mention that comes out the day after Thanksgiving. So that'll be a nice Thanksgiving break. Watch, uh, but let's move on to the uh, pretty much the main event. I mean, this is uh, a move. We're talking about a movie now that has, you know, especially after the mixed, heavily mixed reactions from Thor Love and Thunder and some of the mixed reactions from Multiverse and Madness, to be honest with you. Uh, the movie that everybody is anticipating, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So... We're, Jared, obviously, this is going to act as a preview. We're going to do something that we usually do for previews. I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions, get your thoughts about, like, you know, what you're looking forward to and stuff like that. And, you know, just, yeah, just overall uh, thoughts, opinions, belief, whatever, whatever you have in the form of, like, questions that I'm going to ask you. Um, the first one, I mean, obviously, this is pretty simple. And this is just, like, you know, um yeah pretty much a uh an opinion however it's uh pretty much yes or no uh are you how hyped are you for this film and you know do you think it has the potential to be one of the best phase four projects 
I'm super hyped for the film. I'm super, super hyped after the trailer and everything. I think that it's going to be a very, very good movie. Uh, you, you like that Namor. Yeah, pretty much everything that needs to happen for it to be a good movie. I think that if they deal with Chadwick Boseman, well, Black Panther, but yeah, Chadwick Boseman's death in a in a very good way, I think it can be absolutely a jam of a movie. Now, moving on to your second question, I don't think it will be the best movie in Phase 4, because, you know, you have some absolute bangers. You know, you have Spider-Man No Way Home, you got Shang-Chi. Those those big hitters, I don't think it'll be better than... It could be better than Shang-Chi. I love Shang-Chi, but I doubt that it would be better than Spider-Man No Way Home. That would absolutely fantastic but i still think that it'll be an absolutely amazing movie and you know with everything that's happening if they can manage it right i think it can be great however they need to nail that transition of power from black panther to black panther because if they don't they don't if they don't nail that that'll leave a very bad taste in my mouth and i can promise you that so i'm really hoping they that they nail that and if they can i think they can make it an absolutely fantastic movie yeah. So, first of all, um, in terms of when we look at this year alone, a- a- any movie that has come out this year, I absolutely think that. And this is not digging. I have, look, I have actually enjoyed projects more than others. I can tell you that right now, this year. And I, I, I some were, but some I enjoy more than others, in other words. But, Here's the thing. That doesn't necessarily mean all of them have been, you know, A pluses in my, my opinion. We certainly have not had that many the A plus projects. Um, and I feel like what kind of forever has the opportunity to squeak in for probably the best project of the year. With that being said, just because, you know, of the mixed reactions from, like I said, Multiverse of Madness or Love and Thunder. Not to say I didn't enjoy those movies because I, for one, I, I'll tell you right now, I did enjoy Thor Love and Thunder. Um, not a, not as much as I did Thor Ragnarok and not as much as I did uh, other projects in Phase 4, but I thought Multiverse and Manus was a good movie as well. I like that better than Thor Love and Thunder, but I feel like what kind of forever can easily has easily has the opportunity to pass both of them. I mean, there are emotional stakes to it, obviously. I mean, we're going to get into this on multiple occasions between the preview and the review. You know, the death of Chadwick Boseman is going to be heavily, you know, tr- uh, heavily addressed in this film. It is a tribute film that is literally the design of the film. And I, and Ryan Coogler, the director of this has not missed, especially with black Panther. So I absolutely think it could be the best project this year. In terms of phase four, I'm going to tell you right now, certainly has the opportunity to pass Shang-Chi. I would I would be open to it being over and because keep in mind Spider Man does not become the Spider Man is not the best Phase Four film if it did not have that fan service with that fan service it absolutely is the question now is if what kind of forever because like I said I believe this could be a phenomenal movie could what kind of forever potentially take the cake just because of the story itself. I don't know. I mean, I've obviously been a big supporter of No Way Home, but I mean, regardless, I still think it could be one of the best in Phase 4 that we've seen. 
I, I just think that the emotion of it, the scope of the film looks incredible. The, the, just the stakes, it, it, it looks, it looks pretty special. So yeah, those are my thoughts or those are my first thoughts on this heading into this film. Jared, anything other to, anything else to add on, on the, on your hype for it? No, not really. All right. So actually I'm going to save the second question I asked you for last. Cause I think that that's a good way to kind of round things up here. So one of the, let's go to this question next. One of the, um, key characters in this and obviously villains are key characters um is namor so uh knowing that jared and knowing the if you have any comic book connections to him so like if you've read about him from comics and stuff any of that influence uh how hyped are you to see namor's uh mcu debut in this So, I'm super hyped. I've I haven't read too many comics regarding Namor. I've read like one or two, but Namor seems like a very very good villain in quotes because it's a villain. He's a villain if you look at it from a certain way, but he's also a hero if you look at it, look at him from a different way. So I mean, it kind of just kind of cancels out. I think he's going to be awesome. I don't know if he'll have that moral strong suit in the movie. Obviously, he has that in the comic, where his moral strong point is that he'll do anything to protect the ocean and his people in the ocean. I don't know if he'll have that moral strong suit in this movie, if they'll focus on that at all. If they do, that'll be awesome. But if not, that's completely fine, too. But... Other than that, I think he's going to be a great villain for Wakanda. I think that, and just for Black Panther in general. And I think that he'll make a great addition to the movie. And I think that if we have, like, I think that he's, I don't want to call him a minor villain, because he's not a minor villain, but I think he needs not too much setup to be a good villain. And we need someone like that for this movie because we have to get through a ton of stuff in this movie. And so if we can get through, you know, obviously a huge thing is addressing uh, Black Panther's death and Chadwick Boseman's death. If we can get through that, I don't get to Namor. I, I don't know if they'll keep them combined in some way. Maybe they will. But if we can get through that, I think it'll be absolutely awesome. Yeah. So first, I, I, I one of the first comics I read did have Namor in it. That's the first thing I wanted to address. So I, I, I certainly am familiar with Namor for the comics. I will tell you that um, Namor has the opportunity, based on what I've seen for the trailers, which have been phenomenal, by the way, based on what I've seen for the trailers, Namor could be one of the, be- one of the best villains uh, in the MCU. Not the best, obviously. I mean, you certainly have a top, you, you certainly have a strong top five list of villains there but he could certainly make it there because uh, everything I've seen out of this trailer alone out of these trailers alone he's charismatic he, the actor Tanakota I think that's his name sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong uh, very very charismatic I've seen him in interviews and stuff like that he's a very charismatic guy seems like a very charismatic individual he actually seems like he actually cares about this role that he is in 
in this film. With that being said, I think that that chemistry that is also important that he's going to have with the people of Wakanda, as long as that is nailed, I think that it's going to be, I think that he can be one of the best villains. Not to mention, you know, this whole, the the whole intimidating factor uh, behind behind him as well. And him, like, you know, there's a shot in the trailer when he's looking down at uh, Queen Ramonda and he's he's meant to be an intimidating character um but also like i said i'll continue to say this uh very charismatic as well so i think that he's going to be fantastic i think that he's going to be a big threat to akana and i think that you know uh in the end there maybe we can see him transition and actually this is what i'm going to ask you that next um maybe we can see him transition into um you know a new kind of like a new path uh, following with kind of forever. I certainly don't want him to die. That's for sure. And I and I don't think that's going to be the case because he is a huge comic book character. But yeah, I I certainly think that uh, he's going to be a great addition to the MCU here. So, anything else to add about Namor before I ask you the next question about Namor? No, I I, I do think that Namor will be a good good setting and a good villain for this movie. And from what I've seen, uh, you you seem to know uh, a bit more about Nemo than I do, but he seems like a very. There are villains that you can relate to, you know, a little bit of a stretch, but Thanos is kind of one. With the half of the universe gone, it would be able to be fine again. And there are some that you can't relate to at all. Some that are off, and I think that Namor could be a villain that you could see his point. Because uh, I know that that there, I've talked to people who think that way. Uh, from from the, when they read the comics, they think that you know, Namor's actually a good guy because he's you know trying to protect the ocean things like that. So I'm very interested to see how they portray that in the movie because if they can, I like villains where you can kind of relate to them. I like villains where they aren't just okay, this guy's evil, so they're bad. I like it when it's a little morally ambiguous. You have to kind of figure out for yourself. And I'm hoping that that is what it will be in the movie. But I just don't know if I have enough time to really set that up efficiently. Yeah, so we don't actually know um, why Namor is targeting Wakanda yet. That has not been officially revealed to us. However, you know, to go off what you said, I mean, if it, you know, there could be a completely justifiable reason why I, I mean, I, actually, I don't want to go that far because it, it does seem, especially after watching the trailers, that um, yeah, Namor kind of uh, triggers this war. So especially since it kind of seems like Wakandans are more innocent, especially since they're like mourning over uh, T'Challa's death. So I don't want to go that far. But I mean, there certainly might be, you know, some reasons why we can why you can kind of relate to Namor's character as well. So, and especially since we are kind of going to get his backstory as well, because it did show a shot of baby Namor in there as well. So we're going to get some of that backstory too. And I, I, there is definitely a chance that we can sympathize uh, with this villain as well. So yeah, with that being said, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing, seeing him. Uh, My one big hope, like I said, is that he does not die. This is not a character, in my opinion, that you can kill off. 
considering his big like this is a big comic book character. I know that there are some listening to this who might not know who Namor is, but I can promise you that he was one of Stanley's first characters. He came first. Aquaman came second for the record. Um, so yeah, he is he is a very crucial uh, figure in the MCU. I sorry in the Marvel comics, and I hope that can stay that way in the MCU because it seems like Tenet Huerta is very talented and is going to be delivering a lot uh, to this Namor role. So yeah, Jared, anything else to add regarding that? Nope. All right. So looking forward to seeing him. Uh, next question, and actually, I'm gonna, I'm I'm actually gonna combine these two questions, um, Jared. Out of and try, I would say try not to say Namor for this, but if you, you can certainly touch on Namor if you want again, out of any character uh, in this movie that's been confirmed, and, and basically any like you know aspect of this uh, movie that you're looking forward to, I would say both uh, fav- favorite thing and favorite person you're looking forward to in this film. If you have any, so I will first start. So I, I have two things. One of them can be split into two, and then one of them is just uh, one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Mbaku. Yep. As a, uh, for my person, I'm just excited to see where they go from him. You know, they had that change in character. You know, he saved Black Panther, and I'm really and they saved T'Challa. And now he's, you know, more of an ally than an enemy. He fought with them. I'm really, really interested to see where he goes. And if he, you know, goes back into being in solitary, if he steps up and becomes part of that, you know, ruling group, if he stays in his primitive way of life, I'm really, really interested to see where he goes. Because I have always liked that character. I know a few people who absolutely hate that character and think that he's awful. But I personally have always loved that character, and I think that it's it's going to be super interesting to see who they what they actually do with. It. Now, for your other question, it's kind of a combination. So, Shuri, I'm also super, 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 super excited to see. However, what I'm more excited to see is what tech she comes up with, and you know, if she does take the mantle of Black Panther. I assume that there's going to be a ton of tech that comes along with that. And I think that a bunch of the stuff she makes is just super interesting. And they have a lot of creativity with it, how they actually explain everything and what they do. And I'm super, super excited to see how that all goes down. You know, you have those those little gloves that, that look like panthers that can shoot out like ultrasonic rays. You have the spears that can project energy. You have those walls that go up. You have the discs that Nokia used that you could throw. There's so much super interesting stuff that I think that they can just do so much more with, especially if there's going to be water involved. I think they're a ton, they can do a ton of stuff with technology, and I'll be very disappointed if they don't. Yeah. So regarding – first, I would like to touch on character because the second part is obviously a little more important considering it's literally the overall um, idea of the film, but, uh, regarding the first part regarding characters, um, let me, let me start off by saying that, uh, one of the key contributors to the overall emotion of this movie, 
I 100% is going to, is probably going to be censored at Queen Ramunda, um, the mother of T'Challa and Shuri. Um, because, first of all, she is grieving hard. Like, she lost her husband. She lost her son. There's actually a line in the trailer, which I'm not going to get into in too much detail, but she said to her entire family. So I actually am interested to see if something happens with Shuri, like if she gets captured or something that leads her to saying that. But regardless, she still lost a lot of people in her family. She only has Shuri at this very moment. So I think she is going to be a very, she is going to have a very strong role and is very strong emotional root to this, you know, tribute film to Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa. So I am absolutely, in terms of the characters I'm most interested in seeing, I would absolutely argue that Queen Ramonda is at the top of that list. Consider also Angela Bassett. I haven't seen her in a lot of things. I have seen her in some. She is a phenomenal actress. I have a feeling that she could be up for like a, uh, some heavy nominations for this role as well just because of the emotion that i think she's going to put it into this film i think she's going to put it all into this film so i'm really looking forward to seeing her another one i wanted to talk about which this hasn't really been brought up yet in here um iron so iron obviously she's kind of like she wants to follow in the footsteps of iron man she is making her debut in this we have already seen some of her armor that she uses, in the, especially in the second trailer. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, really looking forward to seeing how she, like, you know, how her personality differs from Tony Stark's, how she, you know, how, like you said with Shuri in the tech, I'm interested to see how she utilizes her own tech in this. So, and she does have a Disney Plus show coming out, so I'm really interested to see how this movie ties into that Disney Plus show for Ironheart. So yeah, those are the two big characters that I that I want to touch on. Jared, I know you talked a lot about um, Mbaku. Uh, looking forward to him as well. He, I, I don't know who said. I, I'm actually curious, Jared. I mean, I don't know who said he was a bad character or they did it. Whoever said they didn't like the character, I don't know why they said that because that was like he. I mean, sure, he kind of seemed like a a uh, hole in the beginning there, but then he. Uh, led his army into fighting against Killmonger's army, so I I don't I don't yeah I don't know exactly why that was um why people hate why uh people may dislike him but yeah I love him I think that he's gonna be a big uh influential figure and probably lead his army once again uh, in this film as well. Um, so yeah, in, that's in terms of characters. Now, in terms of the big overall moment that I'm really looking out for, it's 100% how they handled the loss of Chadwick Boseman and how that, uh, loss leads to the loss of T'Challa. Well, I mean, obviously they're addressing the loss of T'Challa in this, but I'm seeing, I want to see, you know, uh, how they handle it because, you know, I feel like this movie is going to make me cry. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie about that. I'm not going to, I, 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 I don't cry during movies often. This certainly has a potential to make me cry because just because the, the overall dealing with such an influential figure, uh, 
and especially since this is connecting to the loss of Chadwick Boseman in the real world, um, it's going to touch, it's going to make, it's going to, you know, make it, it's going to be really emotional. That's, that's what I'm going to say there. Um, I, I would bring tissues because, you know, they're, they're definitely going to handle it. Uh, I just want to see how they handle it. I want to see like, you know, the, I, because it seems like the, fu- the there could be a funeral at the beginning. Um, and, you know, maybe I, I want to see like how they write T'Challa off and stuff like that. That's going to be pretty intriguing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it's going to be a, big tear fest throughout this whole film to be honest with you because i think that obviously the whole concept of this movie is these characters dealing with the loss of t'challa so yeah i mean i certainly think that's the biggest overall moment that we uh we 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 should be going and wondering about as well so and it's one of the biggest reasons why obviously i want to see this movie because i want to see this tribute film to t'challa so yeah, those are my thoughts on that. Jared, anything else to add to either what you said or what I said? I would, I would like to agree with you on. I I just kind of, I don't know why I didn't say that, but yeah, how they're going to address T'Challa's death and Chadwick Boseman's death is the defining factor of this movie. That that will make or break the movie if they do not deal with that in a good way. That will one hundred percent drop my rating by at least thirty percent. Like, they have to deal with that way. I love Black Panther. Black Panther is one of my favorite, favorite people. I mean, you have the tech. You have the agility. He's such a cool character to just see fighting and just watch in general. And he was super enjoyable, too. If they don't deal with that death in a meaningful and good way, I'll be so disappointed. So, so, so disappointed. And I really do think that that is a make or break in this movie. No, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, so here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be, like I said, I trust Ryan Cooler 100, Ryan Coogler 100%. I think they're going to handle it just fine. Um, and as long as you, I mean, here's the thing you want the audience to feel the emotion that is coming through. So as long as you can do that, that is the primary key. And as long as, like, if you can, like, I, I, like, you want as many people to cry as possible, to be honest with you. Or, you, and you, but because, you know, I think that's the biggest key. It's not necessarily, like, how they write T'Challa off, like, what exactly got him, like, killed. Uh, and, or, like, or, like regarding who killed him, what killed him, anything like that. That that's a, that's not the the main thing is how the, the Wakandans deal with that loss and uh, how that connects to the audience members who did lose um, Chadwick Boseman, who was you know such a phenomenal human being. So i think that's the big key there so and that's all i'm gonna say because you know like you know i think that you know we can talk about this uh for the next 30 minutes to be honest with you but like but with time constraints here but yeah i think that that's i i, I think that that's the bottom line uh it should be emotional everything i've heard about this movie so far 
everybody has said it was emotional to those who have already seen it. The I've already hear, heard the end credits song, by the way. It's a new Rihanna song. In, incredibly emotional. I just think that's going to be the biggest key factor, and I think Ryan Coogler is going to deliver. So I have all the faith in the world. So, uh, yeah, Jared, anything else to add before we, I go into my last question? Yeah, I would like to clarify a little. I 100% do trust that they will make it good. I'm just pointing out that there is still a possibility. And if they don't, if they somehow screw it up, I will not be happy. And I think a lot of people will be not happy. However, for anyone listening, don't let that drag your expectations down. I 100% doubt that that will actually happen. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, I totally get it. Because, uh, like I said, it is a big uh, overlooming factor on this film. So, yeah, but we are actually, well, that and the next thing I'm going to get into, which is the last qu- thing. It's honestly, um, you know, one of the biggest, I don't feel like we're going to get many, like, surprise surprises in this. So, like, like, like big fan service moments, like, what happened in No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, which, by the way, is absolutely fine. I'm not saying, like, I, I think that's very welcome, especially during this time where, where, where it's supposed to be a tribute film. But one of the biggest uh, surprises, per se, or since I feel like it might not be as much as a surprise anymore, but, like, biggest moments that could come out of this film is who could be the new, new Black Panther walking out of this film. So... Jared, with that being said, this is your time to give predictions, what you want to happen, what you believe will happen, anything about that regarding who walks out of this film as a new Black Panther. So, the new Black Panther, obviously, as you said, that is probably the biggest thing in this, this film. And it's, it's, again, just absolutely huge i mean black panther in general is going to have a very 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 large and influential thing on the rest of the marvel movies and i assume i assume they will be in a bunch of projects in the future so it's definitely gonna have a lot of influence going forward but what i think is happening and i said this earlier when we did when we did some stuff a while ago i still think that Shuri is going to be Black Panther coming out of this movie. I think that being her age and just, I think that it would be perfect for T'Challa's sister to take over that mantle. And I think that, you know, obviously one thing that I complained about is her lack of combat skill. Again, you can get over that. I think one of the biggest things that I contribute to her being Black Panther is the fact that I can't really see anyone else taking the role. I can't see someone like Nakia taking the role. I can't see someone like Mbaku taking the role. I I just think that it would be a little off if anyone took the role. And obviously, she might have to change up the role a little bit and she might implement more technology than the traditional sleek fighting style. But I think that she could still embody Black Panther very, very well and stick over the mantle. And so I kind of hope that she does. And it would also be quite a journey for her, transitioning from that leader of technology to Black Panther. It would be a huge, huge story and a good origin story, a re-origin story of Black Panther, going through a ton of adversity, learning all these new things, 
exploring new things. I think it would be an absolutely awesome show to tell and to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's very hard for me to not say sure here because I I think it's sure. Um, it makes sense that it's sure. Anybody, and like you said, I don't see, so Shuri is one of the last members of her family. Like, let, let's just make that clear. It's, she's one of the last. Um, plus, I actually didn't talk about this when I went to talk about Queen Ramonda. There is a possibility that she dies. You know, I feel like there might be a key Wakanda death in this film. I, I won't say that's 100% because you're also dealing with the loss of T'Challa still. But there's a chance that her mother dies. Um, so I just I just think that, he, and even if she does it, she's still the only child in that family now. So it makes sense for her to take on that mantle because she, you know, it's a family thing. It's And that's why I've started to embrace the fact that she's probably going to become the next Black Panther because it's a family thing. You know, her uh, grandfather, no, sorry. No, I don't know why I said grandfather. Her, her, fa- yeah, sorry. I have no idea why I just said grandfather. Her father was a Black Panther. Her brother was a Black Panther. And it just makes sense that she takes on that mantle because it's, like I said, it's a family thing. So, yeah, I absolutely think it's, I, I do believe. So, the only, here's the only question now Do I believe that she wears the Black Panther suit in this movie? What I, I you know what I'll go out and say one hundred percent. I will I will give it a one hundred percent. I would bet money, uh, actually quite a, a lot of money, that Shuri is going to be in the Black Panther suit. The only question after that is if somebody else wears it at some point during the film, or if she or if the Black Panther mantle, like you know, gets put on somebody else following Shuri after this film. So or if just the mantle gets retired, j- just in general. Uh, I doubt that, by the way, because I do think that there, the there should be like a, a future in in the I like I feel like there should be a third Black Panther movie, and you kind of need a Black Panther to do that. So, I'm not, but you would you could also call it a whole different thing if you want to make a third movie without a Black Panther mantle. But with that being said, I mean I I do think it, it's Shuri. Like I I do believe Shuri is going. And like and I don't just believe. By the way, I was just giving out hypotheticals. Like, what if there's multiple people? I believe that Shuri is going to be the main Black Panther, and I feel like she is going to continue to be the main Black Panther uh, going into future uh, things here. I, and I feel like she's good. Like, uh, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, she's going to be the Black Panther in that. I, I firmly believe that. So, which, you know, I, I completely respect that decision, considering, like I said, it's all about family. It's kind of within the family for her to take that mantle. It's the appropriate thing to do. And I, and I totally respect that decision. So yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Jared, anything else regarding the black Panther mantle or like, who's going to be taking it? Up? No, I think we have a good consensus of who's going to be taking over. And I think that she'll do an amazing job. Yeah, absolutely. No, I believe that, you know, this is kind of, while it's, watch a tribute film i do believe that she's going to be the center of this so yeah i mean i would i would say that it's going to go to sure so with that being said you know the next time you hear from us we will be reviewing this movie because it's it's coming up uh we're going to be seeing this 
next Thursday. So looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 I truly think it's going to be a beautiful film and I'm just, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think that it's going to be a good uh, finale to phase four here. So Jared, any other final thoughts on Black Panther or just anything else in general you want to cover? Nope. All right. So we thank you all very much for tuning into another episode. Uh, like I said, the next time you hear from us, we will be reviewing Black Panther with kind of forever. So, yep, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, Jared, any, any other final words to the audience? Definitely just watch the two trailers 100%. Both of them are worth, worth watching. It'll definitely get your hype up for both of them, especially Quantumania. And try to form your own opinions about uh, there's, there's a ton of opportunities for Black Panther obviously coming up. And definitely go and see it on the 7th. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, this is definitely a thing that you have to see in theaters. So, uh, yeah, we thank you all very much for tuning in. Uh, have a great rest of your day, and we will see you next time. See you next time.